We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It is February 23rd. It's 2021 and I'm um, joined today by my good buddy, Genie for 07. Grant, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, not too bad. I'm still a lot left of the night. We're recording it during the Lakers game. So who knows if I'll win money? Who knows if I'll lose money? But it's, it's, uh, it's another new day of basketball. Another new day, indeed. Uh, we are presented by Monkey Night Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, um, I will put the link in the podcast uh, description. They are the fastest-growing single-player DFS site out there. they got a ton of stuff going on for a ton of sports. Make sure you guys are checking them out. If you haven't already, get a 100% deposit bonus um, up to $50 on your first deposit. So um, make sure you guys are checking them out. Let's jump into this slate. Um, we start with Atlanta and Cleveland. Did you see a total? I didn't see a total for this one yet. Um, a lot of injuries that we're looking at here. Chris Dunn, Bogdanovich, Hunter, um, out. Rondo, questionable. Reddish, probable. Uh, Dova, Andre Drummond, Nance, Love, and Prince. Uh, Prince is doubtful, but everybody else is out. Uh, let's start here with the Atlanta side of things. Uh, what do you like here for the Hawks? I mean, it's, I, I really like Capella here. Magic versus Jared Allen. Like Capella has been getting slowly into the low to mid thirties uh, for minutes in every single game, which is kind of what we need for him to go for a massive game. Put up uh, over forty in four of the last five games. Put up a fifty-eight in there. Like Magic versus Cleveland, not great defensively. It's just a good spot for him. His price tag of 7.9K is a little bit too low when you consider his upside. So he's definitely a guy that's on my radar 
Trey Young's always in playing tournaments, just how it is. Um, he's been playing great recently, putting up 16 to 20 shot attempts per game, had over 50 in three straight games. Match versus Cleveland should be a good one. Uh, outside of that, like Collins is always in play for tournaments. We talk about literally every day, every time he's on the slate, just he's not a great play. He's a little bit underpriced right now at 6,500, I feel like, but his minutes and everything just makes me not really want to play him. Herder, Reddish, everyone else is kind of priced how they should be. Like, th- throw any of these guys in in a game stack, but they're not core plays by any means. So, Capella's a fantastic play, and Trey Young's a good tournament play. Yeah, I think Capella would be my favorite play here from Atlanta as well. Again, like, if you end up in the John Collins uh, range, like, never going to really talk you off of it, but he's never really, like, a favorite play for me. I don't mind Herder at 5K over there on DraftKings. Um like the nights that he shoots like lights out, like those are the nights that he can win you a tournament. It just doesn't happen all the time. So um, let's talk about Cleveland. You know, we're starting to see like Allen's price catch up um, to the production. What do you like here for the Caps? Yeah, Allen's price tag is probably about where it should be. Um, he's fine, but no, by no means a great play. Um, I'm probably just going to avoid him. Very much prefer Capella on the other side more. Um, but Sexton, it's up against Trey Young defense. Like, it's Atlanta. It's a great spot for him. His price tag's a little bit up there. But when you consider the matchup, consider the minutes he's playing, consider the potential upside in his usage recently, I like Sexton and I like Garland. Like, those are the only two. Although Garland's a little bit too high priced for me. But the matchup versus Atlanta is just fantastic. Um, so either one of those two guys are the main – ones I would want to go with. If Prince's rule out, you can take a shot on Jetty, um, but his pr- he's priced up at 5600 now. A little bit out of the range where I'd want to use him, but like Sexton Garland are going to both play high 30s, low 40s minutes. Allen is just a little bit too high priced for me to want to use him, so Sexton and Garland are the two main guys, and they're fantastic plays today. Yeah, like I, I definitely don't hate the Garland call. The minutes are there. We know like he's a guy that he can have a big game from time to time. So I definitely don't hate him. And then I don't mind Osman here, assuming that Prince doesn't play like he's 5,600. This is going to be a game that probably plays a little bit faster. So, um, you know, he's double digit shot attempts in three of the last four games. So I think he's someone that can go for 30 plus fantasy points. And that's obviously not uh, the worst thing here when we're looking at his price. Moving on, we got uh, Detroit at Orlando, 208.5 total here. Um, Orlando favored by 2.5 in this game. Um, obviously, Griffin's still out. Okafor is out. Wright is out. Hayes is out. And on the Magic side, Cole Anthony remains out. Aaron Gordon's out. Foltz is out. Isaac is out. Let's start here with Detroit. Um, like, flip a coin. You know, you can pull up court IQ. You can look at the usage. Um but this one, this one's really tough. Um, what are you looking at here, if anything, for Detroit? So I, I don't know. Yeah, it's Plumley. Um, Plumley is the only one I really want to go with. Should get a decent amount of minutes. Could get into foul trouble if he does. Then you're probably screwed. But if he stays out of foul trouble, six point seven k. Like he, he's getting boards. He's getting assists. He's scoring. Like he's kind of doing everything. So likely a double double, decent shot at a forty point outing. Um, if he stays out of foul trouble going with Kutzvuch, which I guess is a big if, but he's the one guy that I would consider. Grant, like, he's just not getting any peripheral stats really anymore. The scoring's always there, but his price tag is probably where it should be. Um, you're not getting a huge floor, 
and the ceiling really isn't there unless he gets a few blocks and steals. Sadiq Bay, 5.6K, he has to shoot lights out, which he did for a little bit, but has to shoot lights out in order to pay off that price tag. Just probably not going to happen. DSJ, don't know how many minutes he's going to end up getting. Um, so I don't know if he gets to start again. I'm fine with that. Like 4.2K, depending on what values on the slate, he could be a potential value option, but uh, probably just Plumley over on Detroit. Yeah, I don't hate DSJ as like a large tournament field play at 4,200. Um, the other guy that like I have some interest here is Josh Jackson. With all these guys off the floor, he is at like a 31% usage rate in 142 minutes, uh, 1.23 fantasy points per minute. So I don't hate Josh Jackson. I do think like he'll get a bunch of shot attempts up. And, you know, he just played 32 minutes against the Magic the other night and put up 23 shots. And, you know, had a double-double. So um, I don't hate him at 5,800. On the Orlando side of things, um, listen, Vooch is making a strong case that he wants to be back in the All-Star game. Um, what do you like here for Orlando? Yeah, Vooch, obviously, with the current lineup they're running out there, what he's been doing recently, a lineup or a matchup versus Detroit, playing high 30s minutes, taking 20-plus shots a game. Like, Vooch is a good play. The problem is there's a few 10-plus case centers on the slate. So I don't know what his ownership's going to be. I don't know if this game's going to stay horribly close, but he's definitely a guy that's in play for tournaments. The guy I prefer probably on the Magic is Fournier. Like, just been crushing the last few games. Like, he's in there playing a boatload of minutes since he's come back from injury, like 29, 47, 47. Like, the guy is needed a ton without Cole Anthony, without Aaron Gordon in there. He's been doing it all. Like Ross is fine at 6.6K. He can always put up a big outing, but not really needed as much as he was earlier on when they were just dim- diminished at guard. Um, NCW priced where he should be, not getting upside there, not getting a great floor. So like Vooch is in play, but kind of tough to play at that price tag with all the other centers. But Fournier is just in a smash spot here, and I will definitely be over the field on him. Um, man, like I love Vooch. I like Fournier a lot. Uh, Terrence Ross, always a guy that like can crush with that second unit. Michael Carter Williams, like he's playing solid minutes. It's just, they don't really need him to have like monster games right now. Um, they just kind of need him to, you know, be out there and play. Like I would like Michael Carter Williams more if he was with that second unit. Um, Moving right along here, we got uh, Sacramento at Brooklyn, 243.5 total. Um, Brooklyn favored by seven in this one. Um, As far as, like, the injury report goes, um, Dinwiddie obviously out, Kevin Durant out. Jeff Green is questionable. TLC is questionable. And then on the Kings side of things, Barnes is questionable. Um, And then Glenn Robinson's out. Let's start here with Sacramento. What do we like here for the Kings? Everything. It's a matchup versus Brooklyn. Everything. Fox at 8K is probably not a high enough price tag. Like, it's a matchup versus Brooklyn. He has its 70-point ceiling. I know they hasn't been playing well recently, but there's a matchup against Brooklyn, a huge total. Great spot. Halliburton, um, he's in play. Like, put up 48 in the last game, playing 30-plus minutes. If Barnes is out, that definitely gives a little uptick to him and everyone else. Bagley. He played 35 minutes the other night, played 29 last night, 5.9K, probably a bit too cheap. Holmes, if he's in there, 
5,600, not the worst idea in the world, but absolutely love Fox. I absolutely love Halliburton, like Bagley, and don't have a problem with Buddy Hyde either. Um, this is just going to be an incredibly high-scoring game because it's two of the worst defenses in the NBA, and Brooklyn's one of the fastest-paced teams. So game stacked this up. Well, the problem is figuring out who to bring on back on the other side, but stack up the Kings all over the place. Absolutely love them today. Yeah, I'm with you on the Kings, man. Um, especially if like Barnes sits too. Like that just opens up so much more as well. But I really think Marvin Bagley crushes in this spot. You know, he only scored 30 fantasy points in 21 minutes the first time these two teams played. Uh, but like that was 21 minutes. Like we're we're starting to see the minutes increase for him. So love Margin Bar- Marvin Bagley um in this one. And on the other side, the Brooklyn side, like I think you run it back with like Kyrie or, or Harden. Um, I, I think you're going to have to pay up for one of these guys um, in, in like a run back. You know, I, I don't think you can really trust DeAndre Jordan getting big minutes here recently, but I think you're paying up for one of the high end guys. Yep. No, absolutely. Again, matcher versus Sacramento. Um, the worst defense in the NBA by a decent margin still. Um so Harden and Kyrie, like we know what this offense is. Like, yes, Joe Harris can randomly have a good night. Yes, DeAndre Jordan might randomly get 30 foot minutes of run, but realistically, there's Harden or Kyrie. Both of them are in a great spot, just figuring out who to bring it back with. Uh, we continue to move on. We got Boston at Dallas. I don't I don't think we have to spend a ton of time in that Sacramento ball. Brooklyn game that's going to be one of the highlight games on the slate so if we felt like if you felt like we went really fast to that game play anybody you want from that game really uh 230 and a half total in this one Dallas favored by uh three Dallas will be on a back-to-back here and then as far as uh Boston goes Smart is out still uh it sounded like Porzingis was just going to get like that um front end of the back-to-back tightness um sit type of thing and be back for this one what do you like here for Boston? Um, I mean, Tatum, Brown, Kemba are all fine. Like, it's a good matchup going up against Dallas. Not a great defensive team, decent pace team. Um, not really great at defending any single position. Tatum playing a bunch of minutes. Price tag is a little bit constrictive, but probably about where it should be. Like, Brown always in play. Kemba had that big game, but he's playing mid-30s minutes. Like, I know you look at his box score, and it's not – it's a little inconsistent, but those were bad shooting nights. Like he went five for 21 against new Orleans. He went five for 13 against Denver. Like if he's, he's shooting a lot right now. And if he gets hot, then he should he put up 12, three point attempts in the last game only made one of them. So he's underpriced here. 6.4 K he's going to keep chucking, especially smart. He's going to play a bunch of minutes. So those guys are all very much in play. I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to use Tristan Thompson, just the price tag is, pretty low um do you think he gets 30 minutes of run again i i think trying to figure out like his minutes is just impossible um i I, like he's played 27 plus in four straight so i think that like putting him at like 27 would probably be a little bit safer than saying oh he's probably going to play over 30 here yeah i mean even with 27 minutes at 4.4k he's probably very much in play here so Kemba's by far the best play, but you can play Tatum. You can play Brown. You can play TT. Anyone we want to play, but Kemba's by far the best play, in my opinion. 
Uh, yeah, Kemba's the best play. I think Tristan Thompson, because of his price, is is definitely in play. And, you know, on DraftKings, you can use multiple centers, so it makes it a little easier to play him as well. Um, you know, even, like, just looking at, like, Jalen Brown and Tatum, like, if you expect this game to be kind of like a shootout, I think these guys are both in play. They're expensive, which should keep their low, low ownership down. Um, so, yeah. Let's go to the Dallas side of things. Um, what do you like here for the maps? I mean, assuming Porzingis is going to come back, then Porzingis is in play. He's fine. Luca at 11.2K. I know he put up a horrible game versus uh, Memphis tonight, but, I mean, he had like three points halfway through the second and then just went on a tear. Like, he's always in play, always has a chance at 80 points, over 60 in three of the last four. Um so on the slate, like we have a few decent spend ups, but he's definitely one of the guys you want to plan on using with Porzingis likely coming back. I think that takes out a lot of the other guys on the floor, like THJ, Brunson, Richardson, DFS, Cleaver, like all guys that I'm not going to use. So it's, it's clearly just Luca or Porzingis for me. Yeah, I think it's the, it's the studs. If you think this game is going to be um, competitive, I don't hate like taking tournament flyers on like a Richardson or, you know, Finney Smith, but I, I think you're paying up for the studs in this one and more Luca than Porzingis. If Porzingis were to end up to sit again, I think it opens up a little bit more um, on the Dallas side of things. Uh, Golden State at New York, uh, no total in this one. We're waiting on uh, some injury news that definitely could you know affect the slate we got marquis chris out we got curry questionable looney questionable um pool and pool is out wiseman's questionable and on the Knicks side of things like austin rivers is questionable and mitchell robinson's out let's go to the golden state side first obviously this, this whole slate depends on like if steph curry plays or not yeah if steph's out then like obviously pretty much everyone's in play they're gonna need to find some that's a whole lot of usage that is just gone. I mean, I know it's a match versus New York. They're a horribly slow paced team. So kind of paying on where ownership's going to lie at with a lot of these guys kind of determine things with me, but Ubre Wiggins Wiseman, if he plays, I don't really expect him to play enough minutes coming back from the injury, but like, I don't know, maybe Bazemore gets some run. If Curry ends up missing, gets a little bit of usage there, but Wiggins Ubre green, like are going to be the entirety of the offense and maybe, Maybe Toscano Anderson just because they're going to need some scoring. Um, but yeah, so if Curry's out, everyone's just underpriced over on the Golden State side. Yeah. Um, like if Curry plays, I think it's a bump to Draymond. I think Draymond takes a little bit of a hit when Curry's off the floor. Like we saw his assist numbers like drop way, way down um, the other night against Charlotte with no Curry. So, um, Definitely think that Draymond is reflected if Curry plays or not. Uh, if Curry sits, I think Ubre at 6,900 is too cheap. But outside of that, it's just it's hard to really trust anybody. I, I think Wanamaker would be like your value guy at 3,400 because um, he would play 30 minutes against the Knicks uh, with no Curry. Uh, what do you like here for the Knicks? It's the same thing as every night. Randall, like fast-paced matchup going against Golden State. Again, mostly staying away from the guard situation because I can't trust anyone's minutes um, on any given night. So you're not getting a ton of upside. Like Barrett, you can play at 5.5K in a fast-paced matchup versus Golden State. Noel, like, it's still going to get minutes. 
4.9K, there are worse plays, but he's more of a bring back for me. He's probably going to get you 25 points, and that's it. So Randall just keep keeps playing high 30s, low 40s minutes every single night, and this is a fantastic matchup for him. So he'd be the one guy I'd consider, really. Yeah, and, like, it's a pace-up spot, so I definitely think that you know, looking into Randall earlier this season, he was he was much better in like pace up spots. I think RJ Barrett is cheap enough that if you wanted to take some shots on him in tournaments, he put 20 shot attempts up the other night and like he has shot double digits um in eight of the last 10 games. So I think RJ Barrett in a pace up spot um is not the worst like tournament flyer here. Yeah. Uh, uh Philly at Toronto, um, no total in this game. Seth Curry is probable. Um, Kyle Lowry is questionable. He's the reason that we don't have a total in this one. Uh, what do you like here for Philly? I mean, Embiid has just been on a tear recently. Problem is, Joker's on the slate. Luca's on the slate. Vooch is on the slate. I think he's probably he's right up there with all of them. Um, match versus Toronto. Obviously, they're not great versus bigs. He's definitely in a spot where he can just continue to crush Ben Simmons always in play for tournaments. Like he's been putting up good numbers close to a triple double the other night, put up 70 points. Like he's almost had a triple double three times in the last five, six games. Um, so he's definitely playing well, I'm not playing Harris at 8.3 unless someone else gets ruled out. Seth Curry's probably too high priced at 5.4 K. Not someone I want to go with green. Like if Curry gets ruled out and shake Melton could potentially be in play, but it's mostly Embiid and Simmons. And like the problem is, like if Lowry doesn't play, I think it's a it's a downgrade a little bit to Philly. Um, maybe the game still stays competitive. I, I think like Embiid could absolutely crush here. You know, we we've seen him have big games um, this season. And, like, Ben Simmons, he's someone that I hardly ever play, but, like, he's another guy that can, like, have monster games. On the Toronto side of things, like, if Lowry sits, Van Vliet at 8,500, I know he's expensive, but I think he's still a guy that you're potentially looking at um, if Lowry sits. Yeah, if Lowry sits, then I think Van Vliet, Siakam, and Powell are all very much in play. Like, the usage goes to them, and they can easily end up crushing here. Um, if Lowry stays, I'm probably – or plays, I'm probably just going to stay away from virtually everyone. Like, I may take a shot on Van Vliet or Siakam, but largely just going to fade most of this game if Lowry ends up playing. Yeah, uh, this is obviously one that we're going to be waiting on the news. Um, Norman Powell is so expensive. Like, he gets an uptick. Um Siakam gets an uptick, but like these guys are just, they're priced right where they should be. Um, so it's tough to find like value, even if Kyle Lowry ends up sitting in this game. Uh, Minnesota at Milwaukee, 229 and a half total here. Milwaukee uh, favored by 11 and a half. Uh, as far as like the injury news goes on the Milwaukee side, it's still like Drew, he's still out. And then on the Minnesota side, Culver and Russell are still out. Um, what do you like here for Minnesota? Not much. I mean, Cat's fine. Like, if this game stays close, he's probably going off for a pretty big game. He just put up 60 in the last one. His minutes have been on the lower range of where we want him, and they've been in some pretty low scoring games, but he's been a huge part of the offense since he come back, came back. So he's very much in play like Beasley has been off and on like with Towns being back just not getting 
not getting it done most of the time. Edwards, I think, is in play for tournaments. He's after going on a bit of a tear, he shot absolutely horrible in the last three games. Three for 11, three for 14, three for 15. Like, he's just been terrible shooting the ball. But the volume is there to an extent. So 5.8K, there are worse plays on the board. And he's more of a guy that would throw in if I'm stacking up this game a little bit. <laughs> but it's it's just Towns, really. Like, And I don't, I don't want to play any Minnesota guys, really. Yeah, I think Towns would be the one guy you'd be looking at. Um, great matchup. We know that, like, Brooke Lopez just doesn't rebound. Um, so Towns could have a field day in this one. And then on the Bucks side of things, like, if you think this game stays close, maybe you take a shot on Giannis or Middleton. But I, I think, like, you're potentially looking at guys like Bobby Porters or something and, like, playing for a blowout. Yeah, I like it. If this game stays close, Giannis or Mendelssohn will probably have a decent game, but I'm just I'm fading Milwaukee. Like it's a good match for them, but I expect this game to be a blowout. So it'd literally just be a game stack or nothing. Uh Portland at Denver. 231 and a half total here. Denver favored by seven and a half in this one. Uh Portland on a second end of a back-to-back. We don't have their injury report. PJ Dozier, Jermichael Green, Gary Harris, Paul Millsap all out for Denver. Uh, what are we looking at here for Portland? I mean, second of a back-to-back, Cantor should play a decent amount of minutes up against Jokic. I don't hate him as a play. 7K is probably about where he should be priced. Lillard had a rough game, but he's just been ridiculous lately. Match versus Denver, this stays close, which I expected to. Portland, outside of the last two games, has been playing some pretty decent basketball. So even on the second of a back-to-back, they'll roll out Lillard for his full complement of minutes. 10.4K is a tough price tag to pay, but he's been absolutely paying it off recently. So Lillard very much in play. Cantor, I'm not paying that price for Covington. Probably not paying that price for Gary Trent Jr. So it's it's the two main guys in this offense that have just been doing everything, Cantor and Lillard, and those are the only two I want. Um, Yeah, I think, like, overall, I think those would be the two guys you're looking at the most. Uh, Covington, he's kind of priced up. Gary Trent, he's kind of priced where he should be. Like, it's not that, like, these guys aren't in play. It's just, like, their price is kind of right. Derek Jones Jr. saw a price increase. Um, we talked about him the other day. Um, Like, I'd be willing to maybe take a shot on, like, Carmelo Anthony, but that would have to be, like, a, a large field tournament only. Uh, what do you like here on the Denver side? I mean, Joker going up against Cantor defense. Like Murray has been just shooting a ton recently. Over 20 shot attempts in each of the last three games, averaging over 55 points. He's 8.5K in a matchup versus Portland. That's that's not high enough. Like absolutely fantastic play for tournaments. Like can put up a huge amount of points. He's averaging over 30 for the last five games. I, he's just been on a tear and he looks a lot healthier right now. And this matchup is just fantastic. So Murray and Joker, two of the top plays on the slate. If the game stays close. Yeah. I love Jokic here. Um, wow. like I, I think, yeah, I know it's weird, right? Like those words don't usually come out of my mouth. Um, I think he crushes in this spot. Like the only problem is like going into Denver on the second end of a back-to-back is the hardest back-to-back in the NBA. Um, yep. so like if this game stays close, I think Jokic 70 fantasy points. If this game doesn't stay close, he's just not going to get enough minutes. So 
I think if you're playing like Jokic and stuff, you got to play like the Portland side for this game. Just you know, play play close or something. But I, I think this is the opportunity for Jokic to have like a triple double game and just go just go bonkers um, if it stays close. So we finish it out with Washington Adelaide um, taking on the Clippers second end of a back-to-back for Washington. Um, so it'd be interesting to see like if Westbrook plays um, and then on the Clippers side injury report looks clean. Um, what do you like here for Washington? Yeah. So it all depends on Westbrook. I know it's second of a back-to-back. And I know he played the last one, but that was because it was going against Houston. Um, so it was kind of a different situation. I think that's why he ended up playing. Yes, he is looking better, but I don't know. I don't know if he's going to play or not. If he doesn't play, then Beal, lock and load, 40% usage without Westbrook on the floor should absolutely crush. Um, you can take shots on Bertan, Hachimura, any of these other guys, but it's predominantly just Beal. And then if they both play, likely fading this game. Um Westbrook and Beal are fine plays, but not great plays. I don't know if this game will stay close second in a back. Like I know they're not traveling at all. It's just in LA, but still second in a back back. Don't know if I really trust anyone over in Washington, just do the two main guys. Yeah. Like if, if Westbrook doesn't play, I think Westbrook plays, but if Westbrook doesn't play, I love Beal. If Westbrook plays, I think they're both in play. Um, and then on the Clippers side of things, like, you know, Paul George going up uh, against Washington. Um, I think he's someone that at 9,100, he could have a monster game. Uh, don't hate Kawhi. Like Washington's been playing a little bit better defense recently, but overall, I think this is a, this is a good spot um, for the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. No, both, both those two guys like Lou Will, I'm not trusting his minute. Serge is without injuries is not going to play over 25 minutes. Morris is not going to play a ton of minutes. Batum is not great. We'll just put it that way. So, like, all the Clippers are just – I mean, maybe Pat Bev, like, match versus Washington, him playing his normal 28, 30 minutes. Like, he can he can crush his price tag of 4.5K if you're looking for some value on the slate. Don't think he's going to come in high ownership in Washington. It's just a fantastic matchup. Yeah, you mentioned that they've been playing better defense recently. I'm not fully buying into that. They're still fastest-paced team in the league, and I still don't think they're a great defensive team, so – Paul George, Kawhi, maybe Beverly, if you really need some value and nothing else opens up. Uh, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Uh, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Uh, who do you like here? Yeah, that's a tough one. I didn't really see too many guys. Um, Tristan Thompson is probably, probably my favorite to do that. All right, I like it. Um I'm going to, I'm going to take a, like a, a shot in the dark and say Alfred Camino uh, for the Orlando magic. Like he's, he's starting to see his minutes increase slightly um, every game. And he's a guy that at 3,400, if, if he gets maybe even a few extra minutes here, like with all these guys out, I think he's, he's somewhat interesting. Um, who over 8k to go under five X. Who's your bus today? Probably Giannis. All right. Um, yeah, I just, I worry about that game too. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go Lillard. Like it's the second end of a back-to-back going into Denver. Like he's a guy that is a beast. They got, they got blown out, um, like on Monday night. So easily could, um, 
you know, be well rested here, but I'm going to go Lillard. Who's your uh, favorite six X play on the slate? Gonna go with Fournier. I like it. Uh, going with a Orlando Magic guy. Um, you know it. Like, I don't know. My my initial reaction was Harden. So I'm just gonna go him. I'm gonna go James Harden. James Harden goes six X. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? I feel like Kim is probably not weird enough, is he? No, probably not. Yeah. Um, RJ Barrett, I guess. Took my guy. Um, Sorry. I don't know if Marvin Bagley is get weird material. Um, give me Josh Jackson for Detroit. Uh, game selection, anything standing out to you on FanDuel or DraftKings or anywhere? I mean, Super Draft is running if you want to build up your bankroll a little bit and you've got a bit of money they have a they're running a hundred dollar 100 entry um tournament decent payout structure only filled 80 of 100 today so that's it like if you have 100 bucks to blow on one then like you're not going to get uh less volatility in other tournaments and you're not going to get as much overlay anywhere else yep um check them out i donated a nascar over there this weekend um if you play nascar you're welcome uh obviously we have the 20 dollars single entry series tournament going on over there on fandle so make sure you guys are checking that out um i'm going to talk about a cash game i never never really bring up cash games but DraftKings has a ton of these single entry um you know cash games so these are the types of cash games that if you're playing double ups or anything like that, these are the types of cash games that you want to get into. They got, you know, hundred dollar ones. They got $50 ones. They got $5 ones. They got $2 ones. So whatever your stake is, whatever you play, um, there's single entry cash games out there for you over there on DraftKings. Uh, Grant, finish us out here. Any over under or against the spread pick that you like? Over 242 for Sacramento, Brooklyn. Yeah, the game opened at like 243, got bet down to 242, and it's back up to 243 in some places. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that one kind of unfolds throughout the day. I'm going to go Denver minus seven and a half. I've already you know, talked about this is one of the hardest back-to-backs in the NBA. So um, I'm going to take Denver, and I think they beat Portland, and I think they handle this game. Uh, that's it. Cruise through that one. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I need to go to bed. <laughs> sounds like fun um i gotta do a sleep study so right there with you buddy um that's gonna wrap it up here for tuesday we'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops good luck in your contest and we'll see you then take kids